0: Hello and welcome to the podcast Spooky Saturday. We are here to question the suspicious, investigate the intriguing, and do our best to distinguish fact from fiction. Each episode, we dive headfirst into a topic of choice and find stories, evidence, history, and more to discuss and debate. Join us in earning some merit badges, Spooky Scouts, if you survive. (laughs) There we go. Okay. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Welcome to Spooky Saturday. Here we are. Woo, welcome. Welcome, we spooky are. scouts, to the dark forest of of hags. That's where I was in Baldur's Gate.
1: Okay. I was playing that's Baldur's That's where Gate. I would like
0: to live. <laughs> that was spooky. There was a lot of traps in that forest. I don't know about that. I've just been playing Baldur's Gate 3 a lot. And it's really fun. It's just like, it's super broken because it's early access, which is fine. I just keep getting everyone killed by accidentally starting encounters.
1: That's, and that's, you know... <laughs> that's on brand (laughs) free yeah that's fine i'm like whoopsie doodle here we go all right i just bought it so maybe later i will get started and figure out what character i'm gonna make yeah
0: you had to you had to sacrifice your download to stream spooky saturday yes i paused it it. (laughs) i paused the download yeah and today we've got candy corn earrings i know i said those are
1: very cute they're from target would you believe Oh, I do believe. Target, Target's got the good good. <laughs> For Halloween? Yeah. Candy corn. My fashion today I wanted to share is this Cauldron and Tower shirt. Oh, and that's so cool. Isn't this cool? And it's got whoa. this like... Whoa, whoa. It's like a skull. Yeah. It's whoa. like a that's rad a spooky lady face on it yeah and you can get this and i was told that we were given a coupon code of spooky for 10 percent off 10 percent off with the code spooky and you... i have to actually find the website because i was not prepared that's awesome cauldronandtower.bigcartel.com i've gotten some of their shirts they're good can can confirm are good can confirm just wanted to share this with everyone they make D adventures too
0: yeah, so that's, that's super cool and spooky and spooky. Yeah, ten percent off. That's that's nice. That's lovely. That's, that's my fashion share. Candy corn actually used to be called chicken feed, back no. in the day. Yes, <laughs> that's what they called it. But and the and can the candy corn used to have a little rooster on it, <gasps> on the little package. I like did a just I don't know why I did research on this. Sometimes you just got to know. But it used to be called chicken feed. Isn't that cute? So, cause it was I'm, little, I'm supposed to it. be like little corns and it was supposed to be like a, uh, like corn you threw for the chickens, but they like gave it
1: to kids. <gasps> oh no, it's so cute. I'll yeah. put this link in the chat. Um, I just Googled it and this one came up and you can see the box it has a little rooster on it and it's very cute. Oh no, did, <laughs> Roxy Rondo said Marnie had a spooky encounter. Oh, I tweeted about this because I, um, uh, my previous dog Mason didn't really like, other dogs mm. so i never took him i took him to the dog park that's right yeah to socialize him and so now i'm taking marnie to the dog park and i went yesterday and someone just like scooped her up and held her as soon what? as i went in there yeah without saying a word to me or it's asking like grabbing if, someone's baby yeah and just be like and i'm it's worse because i'm like what if the dog is yeah. reactive to being what picked if she up b- and bites or face. something because i would i'd bite someone if they just pick me up yeah, and she held her for a little while, and I was like, I feel uncomfortable with this, but also I have to maintain a six-foot distance from you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't. I'm just like, well, eventually she'll put my dog down. And she did, but, like, what? So That's, don't do that. That's do bad etiquette. Do not oof. do that.
0: Mm-mm. Do not do that. Big. Yeah, because, like, it's also a pandemic. Your, your hands can be all grody, McGrody. Yeah. You
1: know? Yeah. But you don't know. Like, I don't know where your hands have been, and you don't know yeah. if my dog's going to eat your face. Yeah, like
0: it's That's just because she's small,
1: and people are just like, "It's a corgi, and she's small. I'm gonna pick her up." Like, mm, no, and then, and then she's, she's like, the worst. Ha. "Yeah, <laughs> she's still a baby. She will bite you." I think you should ask before you touch someone's anything.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: like anyone's any property. Just, just ask animals,
0: things. Animals anything just ask you know their car i don't know like i wouldn't run up and like lean on someone's car i would "Mm -hmm." not no i would not do that nope consent consent is important oh there's another story i was gonna tell oh i finally got so i have to make i have to make like my facebook is such a mess because i like never use it my friend who i met uh, who was a barista we just became friends my new friend who has the ghost cat video showed me the ghost cat video It was very, it was, I saw it. So it's like the cat's like cleaning itself and it looks like there's like a shadow or like something like scurrying below the cat, but apparently there was nothing there. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird, but I need to find it. I need to find her Facebook because I, I just hate Facebook. It's just terrible. It's a terrible platform, but I do have it. So we will see it eventually. So that's That's exciting. exciting. Yeah. Oh, man, what was the other thing? I was going to tell some other funny story. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> It'll come to you. Yeah. It'll come to you. We
1: do have some announcements, though. We do. Yeah. The first one is, if you did not see this on Discord, we now have a Patreon. Yes. Uh, where you can offer us some sustaining support, if you so wish. And there are some benefits. Um, It's patreon.com slash Spooky Saturday. Uh, yes. The $15 tier will get you the secret patch automatically. That'll get you- that ship to yeah. you the secret you get a secret patch
0: and then if you join you can get into the secret discord channel which you'll see the patch i posted it in there
1: yeah it's yeah. the pinned pinned message um and that's at the highest tier but any tier gets some bonuses you'll get a patch but the other tier
0: is you get an extra episode every month so that's cool that's exciting
1: yeah. and it'll probably the- half of it will probably
0: be about <laughs>
1: unfortunately the extra episode is just the containment of holly's QAnon updates which they yes they did
0: ban it from facebook but that's not gonna stop them oh did they yeah they're it's not gonna stop them they're gonna keep going they're still gonna do it yeah not
1: gonna stop them oh and we'll also be offering monthly game nights if you're a part of the discord patreon tier So I was telling Holly before this that someone on Twitter recommended Phasmophobia, Mm -hmm. so maybe we could play that. That would be fun. I like scary games. Phasmophobia. I still haven't played um, Fall Guys. I haven't played that yet.
0: Oh, I've played that. That's fun. Yeah, I haven't played that yet. So yeah. or Of course, there's always Jackbox, things like that.
1: I'm the least competitive person in the world. I just like to play games. Yeah. I I like to have fun. It'd be good.
0: But yeah, so we're going to have a bunch of extra fun things on the Discord and stuff like that, and the Patreon. So, uh, And we still have Spooky Scout patches if you want them on the website, too. So
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: uh, thank you for all of your support. We really appreciate it. We've already gotten a bunch of people on Patreon who are going to get some wonderful spooky patches.
1: Yeah, it's. I'm excited. I'm very excited. And we're also going to, like today, I kind of talked a little bit about the stuff I was researching in the Private Discord channels. So that was fun because I was like talking about the different cryptids I was looking up or hinting at it because I didn't want to give everything away. So there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Probably throw in there. Yeah, absolutely. And books, book ideas, and all kinds
0: of stuff. We have tons. Also, it's so windy and cold and wet outside. My hair is a mess. So please just don't look at me. <laughs>
1: i'm jealous of kayla's hair because there's oh it's, it's awful <laughs> no it's not it's cute what are you talking it, about it's like at that length where i'm like i don't i don't know and also i had to powder my face before this because my face was so greasy so don't even oh my god <laughs> uh
0: all future uh bonus episodes will just be a podcast so that we can just wear pajamas and not care
1: <laughs> yeah no makeup
0: don't distress. Exactly. Whatever. Exactly, I did a bit of research for this, but not probably not as much as you. I feel like you have a better hold of on cryptids. I was gonna I, the like I said, the only QAnon update is that they they got banned off Facebook. So so far, no one, no rallies, no like new hashtags, blah blah blah. You know,
1: you think they'll come up with a a code name so they can come back to Facebook? Yes, they already have. They oh, already okay. have. They did that because mm-hmm. they
0: got banned from Instagram before they got banned on Facebook, and they came out with a different. Like, hashtag, and it was just like, it was something like with an American flag. Yeah. Oh, and then if they banned the hashtag, not a Dark Barton, they might have a harder time, but they will come back. They, they don't they'll be reborn. Long, yeah. <laughs> they will be reborn, I'm sure. I'm sure they're, you know, going to, but I haven't been keeping up on them as much as I should because I've been super busy, but it's probably the um, best. I think that's, best. that's okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a, a actually beneficial. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm sure that's that's probably that's probably for the best, but I will update you all soon. I'm sure again they're not going to go anywhere. It's it's it, yeah it's time for some downhone cryptids. We I really enjoyed the last episode about uh, local like folk magic kind of stuff. So we decided to just do a local cryptid sort of episode because why not? It'd be
1: fun. Why not? Why not? I tried to research ones I know last time or when you and I were talking about it. Obviously, immediately, I think of Flatwoods Monster and Mothman because, Mm -hmm. duh. But I went for some more obscure ones. So I think that hopefully people will have not heard of all of them because a lot of cryptids... I I was talking about this in the Discord, but my problem is my normal normal research convention is that I Google whatever thing Mm -hmm. I'm researching citing forum post. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And all the forum posts for cryptids around this area are about Fallout 76 because what? Fallout 76 is set around here and they put all the cryptids <laughs> in it. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, you so like, it's super annoying. <laughs> you're like, I'm looking for legitimate cryptid stuff. Like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, stop, I don't care when you saw the Sheep Squash in Fallout 76. That's not going to care. Oh, my God. Really so quick, jury, jury
0: is keeping up on qanon for us and said i saw a post on reddit where a girl's mom and aunts kidnapped her to try and brainwash her into qanon she managed to sneak away and called her fiance to rescue her what that's a good one yep Mm mm-hmm yep the fun never ends oh (laughs) the fun never ends yeah Wow, well, I'm sorry that you were, you had to deal with Fallout 76, like, cheats or whatever, versus Sheep Squad. <sighs> yeah,
1: it's like, I saw, I sighted him in year, whatever year, the Fallout, I don't know, something 76. And I'm like, that's not real. Uh, it's the game. But they do look cool in the game, admittedly. I don't know if you've ever seen what they look like in the game. Like, Sheep Squatch looks really cool. Yeah. But it's not real life.
0: So, it doesn't count. I know. I know I'm sorry I st- I never played Fallout 76 because everyone was like it's I don't know it's bad and I was like well okay
1: <laughs> yeah I heard it was bad from everyone except for Jack's brother who likes it and he likes it oh, he's well, the that's only fun. person I've ever heard of and I'm like I'm so glad that you enjoy this game but I do like that it's set around here and it's unfortunate that it's like a eh game
0: yeah it is unfortunate
1: <laughs> Alex King Ellen chat says it's a not great <laughs> <laughs> so there you go
0: i found some really fun things just for random places like i found i was talking to jared and his friends and they're from wisconsin and i was like Ooh. i wonder if someplace like wisconsin like a really like boring midwest state has like like weird cryptids turns out it does for sure yeah because i yeah it's funnier it's funnier than i thought it would be too so i have some of those and i was like okay well i'm from california so i'm gonna look up some southern california specific cryptids and that came out i came out with more about that than i was actually anticipating there's some really interesting really interesting stuff and spooky stuff that happened in southern california and in the city even like downtown los angeles like watts
1: well, yeah, because I know you were saying that you didn't feel like there was much of that, like mostly no. cults and stuff. So that's interesting that you found. I feel like it's still just more actual crime <laughs> than <laughs> like, just like, even
0: this might be still someone like an actual, like insane, like maybe like tweaking, you know, drugs. I don't know. It sounds like it might just be like something scary, but it could have been, it could have been, it could be supernatural. It's It was actually cult, like. Corroborated by a bunch of people. So it wasn't just one person seeing it. Okay. So that's a good sign. Yeah. But I want you to go first because I have, I just, I don't have, I don't think I feel like I have that much, but maybe I do. I don't know.
1: Okay. Let me get my allergies under control. Oh my God. My allergies are so bad. Why is the
0: season trying to kill me? I just have sneezed like 300 times and I feel like my eyes are going to fly out
1: of my face. (laughs) <laughs> for me it's always like chest stuff so i did update finish my fire cider and strained it yesterday no i try to figure out if i can mail you some but oh, oh my gosh did i you try took a it? shot of it yeah i took a shot of it yesterday and it was the most harrowing experience <laughs> of my life maybe i should do it on stream <laughs> really um, yeah it was so tell everyone because it's got what it is oh, like it's I, I could tell you yeah yes so fire cider is an herbal remedy that's really good for colds and congestion and inflammation because it has a lot of natural anti-inflammatories and various things, uh, including horseradish, which is, whew, Yeah. But it's like turmeric, peppers, usually jalapenos, okay. horseradish, apple cider vinegar, onions, garlic rosemary i think or no thyme. i put thyme in it i think you put rosemary in. i thought i saw some rosemary in the pictures probably it might have been and then pepper um cinnamon i don't know it had like i had to crush up eight bulbs of garlic oh my I had god to peel them bulbs like the whole thing and so it was a, a, no, it's a not, bunch of garlic
0: it's not actual cider it's like let's
1: just call that Right. It's it's kind of like vinegar in it. So yes, it, the base liquid is apple cider vinegar. Yeah. And ginger, lots of ginger. And you put all this in a jar. And then you shake it every day for three weeks. And then you strain everything. So mine have been sitting on top of my fridge for three weeks. And I strained it. And I you're, you just take a shot of it when you feel something coming on. And it just is like hot it's like in your mouth it's hot and then going down it's hot i've never felt something quite like that and the aftertaste is pretty choice because i really like pickled stuff yeah i like that too "Mm, pretty good i tried to cut it with some honey you're supposed to cut it with some local honey to get that extra like pollen allergen like in your system maybe i should just take a shot of it (laughs) on the stream it sounds it sounds intense it's very intense. Let me see if I can get Jack's attention, and I will really <laughs> make him do that, and everyone can experience my suffering. But you're supposed to take. It's a nice herbal remedy if you can. If you make it, it's good for cold and flu season or allergies. When you feel that stuff start to affect your body, you start to feel cruddy. Right. You take a shot of it, and they they say as long as you have the symptoms, you keep doing it. And it's so much heavy stuff like yeah. garlic and horseradish and stuff that just like goes it clears you your allergies. Really clears, yeah, it clears you up. Maybe I'll do that because I didn't take a shot. So, but today. you didn't
0: actually pickle it. Like you, it's not like pickled traditionally. Like you didn't seal the jar. You just left it open, right?
1: No, I left it open, but I left a piece. You put a piece of parchment paper. Oh, and okay. then you Seal it, okay. and you shake it every day to kind of keep things from settling. Or so the parchment paper like seals it. Yeah, okay. yeah. But n- you and you don't keep any of the solids. You strain strain everything, and it's just the liquid. Yeah. But yeah, I recommend it because it, I mean, whew, I don't know, <laughs> maybe have bad breath for like hours, but oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> worth it. So if you ever want to try that out, you can Google various recipes of it, but generally they're just like, you know, look up things that are, that have anti-inflammatory properties and you could just throw them all in a jar with yeah. apple cider vinegar and you've made it and you Anything it Anything that clears weeks. my sinuses, I'm very happy with. Yeah. It's very good. So that's 10 out of 10. Would recommend holiday tip. Yeah. Make some. Yeah.
0: Do you have a recipe? Was it from a website or? I did. I used. I'm linking in the chat. Sorry, this is a tangent.
1: It's not. It's kind of related. It's fine. It's kind. I feel like it's kind it's of. Related. folk related. Magic related. Yeah. It's it's like that medicine. Like. Yeah, it's like folk medicine. Folk where medicine. It's like they,
0: like your grandmother gives it to you to help with your sinuses or whatever. Oh my
1: gosh, there's a website called Herbalacha. Herbalatcha! <laughs> that is not the one I use, but the, I wish I would have. Here we go. I used the Herbal Academy's recipe, which is pretty straightforward, and then I changed it a little bit. So I'm going to drop that in the chat, but you can find it on theherbalacademy.com. Nice. But it's, it's very neat. You just need a giant jar and a bunch of crud. Turmeric <laughs> was the hardest. Turmeric was the hardest for me to find. Like, what's weird like, oh, what is that's
0: everywhere here because everyone's like a health, like big city health nut here. Like, tur- everyone's like, oh, we need our turmeric root. Like, I probably mm. order it on like Amazon. It's everywhere. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> I mean, it's good for you, but like, I don't think it's like a cure-all. Mm-mm.
1: No. Also, it stains everything. Really. Yeah, if you if you want to get into like dyeing things, I would get some turmeric because it dyed my hands yellow for like three days. <laughs> so and the cutting board was is stained permanently yellow. So it's definitely oh, got said, a lot of color. Also, they say here you can add it to a bloody Mary. Oh, I can believe it. It's got a nice, like, pickly taste. Yeah. So I I think it's good. I think some people like the taste. I don't hate it, but let me tell you, going down. Yeah. I don't think so I long. would put as
0: much garlic into it as you said. That's a lot of garlic.
1: I put so much garlic in there. Yeah. How much does it say? It, it says tells you three. <laughs> it says three. <laughs> however many... Bo- yeah. I did that. I didn't do eight. I did however many it said, but it may- it's like... It's a You know, a it's lot. a million. It's yeah. like all the little... uh, Whatever they're called. I definitely want to
0: put peppers in there, too.
1: Yes. I put... I didn't put jalapenos, because I, I personally am not crazy about jalapenos. I put in some I think Thai red chili oh, peppers those maybe? are real spicy. yeah I don't like how jal- I don't like the taste of jalapenos for some reason. interesting. but yes this is this is kind of spooky. it's like herbalism alchemy it's easy to do yeah, too. Very easy to do and it's like when you're messing with like herbalism and things like this as long as you know what you're you have, which a lot of these yeah. ingredients are just so basic like you could get them anywhere and then you can add in some extra stuff like i put in sticks of cinnamon Mm -hmm. in there and that's not listed on there but that's also good so yeah just different things it's very good super fun anyway that's that's
0: your spooky scout homework make some fire cider and not don't get sick
1: (laughs) (laughs) don't get sick get your flu shot i got my flu shot yeah oh no did you I got my flu shot. Oh no,
0: <laughs> it's right there on your on your little uh, on vulture. Bird. Your little vulture got his flu shot. He did. I know I gotta get I was gonna get my flu shot too.
1: Hot tip. If you go to Target and do it, they'll give you a five dollar <laughs> gift card. Oh, and then you can go get some candy corn earrings. You can get the earrings. <laughs> it all comes full circle. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, uh, Okay. So cryptids. Yeah. I the first one I looked into is one I've talked <laughs> about Wait, before. I'm sorry, one more <laughs> sorry.
0: Bees of War just said, you just got microchipped by Bill Gates
1: and the Obamas. Oh, is that the QAnon yeah. thing? Are they saying you're they getting microchipped? Like, they don't like, they don't like uh, vaccines. They're very anti-vax. Oh, I have actually oddly never gotten one before. but So this is my first time since being a child. And yeah. I'm, I think it's a smart thing to do.
0: Yes. I mean, at this point, it's very important to do.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah, also I'm probably microchipped. I'm like, okay, <laughs> track me. I'm sure it's that. In- I'm sure it's interesting. Bill Gates, he's coming for you. Anyway, he's gonna be like watching me download Baldur's Gate three onto my Mac. Yeah. He knows. <laughs> he knows. He knows. He's like, what a choice. <laughs> <laughs> you have a PC right there. Yeah. <laughs> Don't judge me, Bill Gates.
0: <laughs> You'll hear cool. his voice in your head, like. You'll get possessed, like in the game. You get like the hag, like offers you a deal, to, like kiss your eyeball or something. That's what. Bu- that's Ew. what Bill Gates just did.
1: <laughs> Wait, like she wants to kiss your eye? No spoilers. You got to play it. Okay, well, but that's definitely going to give you pink eye. That's going to give you something, but I don't think it's going to work out for you. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, this is interesting. Okay, I'm excited. So cryptids. <laughs> the first one I looked up was sheep squatch, which is one I've brought up before. Because I didn't really learn about Sheep Squatch until I went to that Bigfoot convention. Yes. Because there was someone there selling local cryptid enamel pins and one of them was Sheep Squatch. And the pin depicted Sheep Squatch as like a goat standing on two legs with a rat tail. So that's what the pin looked like and i i asked the guy who was selling it who is a lovely human who curated those books from the bookstore and that's where i got the vampire book was from this guy yes yes <laughs> so all of these all of these experiences he he told me he was like oh yeah that's sheep squatch it's like bigfoot but a sheep i'm like why is it called sheep squatch like why didn't you call it a better name it's not really bigfoot at all no but last sight, last known sighting i believe in i want to say not not terribly long ago okay seven years ago no five years ago was the last known sighting and it was in folks run virginia which is pretty close to me like maybe 20 minutes from the house i grew up in or 10 minutes 10 15 minutes not that far so that was the last known sighting of sheep squatch 2015. Wow! By a group group of campers in Folks Run, Virginia. So you know what that means is if,
0: that we have to go camping to try and be the next to
1: see sheep. I know. I'm like, he can't have gone that far in five years. No, so let me. T- Where is <laughs> he? He's probably still there. Uh, but he. I'm gonna find so a picture of Sheep
0: Squatch and put them onto the. Onto you're gonna the find
1: stream. the Fallout 76 <laughs> graphic. That's, I guarantee it. Oh yeah! It, wow, the Fallout one is buff yeah he's buff i think that's the only similarity he has with bigfoot is that they both have abs so maybe that's why they went for the squatch nomenclature i don't know that means buff swole sheep swole i wow okay (laughs) yeah he's a buff boy he's a buff boy Let's not think too hard about the fact that he was cited in 2015 and they did not get pictures with their cell phones. I'm not trying to think about that when I read this.
0: Yeah, what? I mean, you're camping, but, like, you still have a phone, buddy. I'm like, yeah,
1: you got your phone. Come on. It's, it's 2015.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
1: Suspicious. That's suspicious. That's weird. Well, I will tell you a little bit about Sheep Squatch. So... What I found, I found on, what website is this? Singularfortean.com. Oh, here it is. Oh uh, there's it. Okay. It's,
0: it's very low resolution, but the quality I don't think is <laughs> lost on you. <laughs> wow. There he is. That's, that's, there. A, that's a rendition from a very reputable website called, oh, Artist Rendition,
1: The White Thing slash Sheep Squatch. Okay, I can understand if those are their two options for naming that they went with Sheep Squatch. Yeah, um, so I don't know yeah. about the white thing. Yeah, I don't know about that. But so basically, big furry buff sheep man <laughs> with lots of <sighs> teeth, goat, doesn't have a rat tail in this picture, but he had a rat tail in the pen. No. So what I am told about this is a string of bizarre sightings across rural West Virginia in the mid-90s burst. The legend of a beast that, by all accounts, appears to be an unnatural hybrid of sheep and Sasquatch. The reports of these unusual encounters, which took place across Boone, Kanawha, Putnam, and Mason counties, describe a tall creature with shaggy white hair and long, ram-like horns. In other words, sheep-squatch. Yeah, okay. Earliest known sightings were 1994, which the, the first of those being the tale told by a group, group of women... Driving nearby West Virginia's TNT area, a region already made famous for its prevalence in the Point Pleasant Mothman sightings of 66 to 67. This group of women were said to have been driving on an icy road near the TNT area when they were surprised by a large creature lumbering into their path out of the forest. The witnesses, who were moving appropriately slowly for the treacherous conditions, said they got a good look at the thing, which they described as being between seven and eight feet tall. It's really tall. That's super tall. That's, like, taller than Bigfoot, question mark? I think, no. Bigfoot's, like, seven or eight feet tall, too. Ugh, he's so tall. Covered with long, shaggy white hair and a head with a pointed snout and ram-like horns. According to their story, the Sheep Squatch froze momentarily in the headlights before fleeing into the darkness. The other well-known encounter is in in 94 from a Navy seaman who was said to be out chasing UFO reports along the bank of a creek north of Bethel Church Road already in Mason out, County. Already out doing God's work chasing <laughs> the UFOs. <laughs> o- doing that field research. Uh, when he was surprised by something large crashing through the brush in front of him, thinking at first that it was likely a harmless member of the area's local fauna, he stood still to see what approached. <laughs> Why would you do that? Hoping that he wasn't wrong, what he claimed to see was far stranger than he could have imagined. A large creature with dirty, matted white fur appeared within view of him and went to the creek. It walked on all fours, but as it approached the water to drink, it did so with the help of four limbs that ended in what looked more like hands than paws. The former former seaman said that the creature reeked of sulfur, although he thought that could be explained by his proximity to the TNT area, which is only a mile or two north of Bethel Church Road. The lingering pollutants from the manufacture of explosion explosives have has a sulphurous odor, and were said to leach into the surrounding plants and animals. The man waited until the sheep squatch was finished drinking and had moved on before he felt comfortable enough to break cover and run back to the relative safety of his car. Weird. I like that it smelled like sulfur. Yeah, I'm like it's a demon It's the devil. Hmm. So the other sightings are pretty much all the same. Like, kind of, like, they describe it as, like, maybe bear-sized or larger, white fur, horns, yeah, uh, snout. There was one in 1995 where people were attacked by it. So this one says that a couple reported being attacked by a white bear-like creature while in their car. The couple had apparently slowed down while driving after spotting the beast in a roadside ditch hmm. as they went by it the being stood up on its hind legs revealing a horned four-eyed head that Four it used eyed? to ba- that's cool yeah that's dope that it used to bash the side of their car while simultaneously raking the vehicle with its claws the terrified couple reportedly drove away at speed only to find when they returned home that the side of their car was damaged by what looked like long claw marks whoa so I like that one. Yeah, that's cool. So there's more in the late 90s. Uh, Someone did being, some art on DeviantArt
0: of like a sexy se- sheep squatch. So I'm going to show everyone that. <laughs> yes. Here. He's like come he's like I just took a bath. The sheep squatch. It's got the tail too.
1: Oh, <laughs> he looks so snuggly. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's just like I'm sheep squatch, but you also might want to hug me. I am very clean actually. <laughs> <laughs> Come give me a snuggle, a sheep
1: squatch snuggle.
0: <laughs> oh, he's very handsome. Yeah, Look at those
1: features. <laughs> I have my. Oh have no, my you got your shot here. of cider. Mm-hmm. All right, you can cheer to 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 handsome sheep squash Cheers to sheep squatch. You want me to do this right now, or should we sure. finish talking? You can about do it at squash. the end.
0: You just do it. Save okay. it for the end.
1: Oh, I'll save it for later. Yeah, we're into this later. I Thank can you. Smell Thank it. Oh, you, Jack. Gosh. I
0: can smell it through the screen in my mind. Woo.
1: Yes. So, 2015, latest sighting. A group of campers claimed to have seen sheep squatch while camping in Folks Run, Virginia. Their encounter began when one of the numbers saw a strange creature crouching on a nearby hill around midnight. When he left to warn his fellows, <laughs> the thing stood on its full height of between eight or nine feet tall and gave oh, wow. chase down the hill towards their camp. A river blocked the creature's way, and after failing to find a way around the obstruction, the sheep squatch decided to wade into the water in pursuit. The curious campers gathered to watch the monster ford the river and said when it finally emerged that it resembled a large, white, bipedal dog with long fur. Luckily, a shriek then emanated from the forest, which seemed to frighten the creature, which whimpered its way back into the woods, ending the encounter. Interesting. There's some... Extra depth there, like is someone in control of the sheep squatch? What is up with that? Yeah, that's interesting. So that's the last sighting, last known sighting. It also
0: could be big, some kind of bigfoot wearing like a ram skull, which I don't know if is better or worse.
1: <laughs> Maybe worse. Yeah, because I kind of well, because yeah, because they always say it has a snout, and I feel like you would be able to tell if it wasn't if it wasn't part, part of it, its face. Yeah. yeah. The last one, I'm like, is that a werewolf? Yeah. Because that sounds werewolfy, but the shriek that draws it back is very cool. I'm like, oh, so does someone have control of the beast? Yeah, it's cool. I like that. I love Sheep Squatch. We stand. Yes.
0: Sheep Squatch and Leggy Boy should hang out. They should. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine, like, Sheep Squatch just walking along and Leggy Boy, like, on Sheep Squatch's back like a buddy? Like, just going for a little, like a walk, like a little, like, tromp, like a piggyback
1: ride. That'd be so cute. (laughs) Now someone needs to draw that. They'd be best friends, because they're both, they're they're both, like, very pale. Yeah,
0: they're very, exactly, they're very pale, and they just, like, they kind of just want to hang out, maybe, I don't know, It's like, "Mm, best
1: friends. It's hard to live... And be a secret creature, and be so poorly camouflaged. Exactly, we need to share this. And they're both in areas that
0: like don't get a lot of snow. Like, does Virginia get a lot of snow? West
1: Virginia? I I mean, we'll get the we'll get snow. I mean, we used to get heavier snows when I was younger, but (laughs) uh, it's very weird. What's happening? (laughs) QAnon, tell me. (laughs) You know, yeah. Not enough to wear. Not enough to be
0: white all year long to be a glowing like polar bear. Nah. Yeah. Definitely not. Yeah. And Leggy Boy is in Fresno, which I can tell you right now doesn't have snow unless it's like up in the high desert, and that's not that's not where that is.
1: So that's not where he's hanging out. Yeah. So the other one of the others I'm bringing to the table, I barely read about, so I'm interested in in exploring this one with you. The snarly yow. Oh, snarly, the cutest name. That is a really cute name. The snarly yow. So I'm sorry if you can hear Nuggie. He's going. That's crazy. okay. He's just
0: happy. Oh, he's, he's trying. He's trying to rub his bits on his brick again. <sighs> <God. laughs> Pigeons. He's like, like oh, you looking at me? Apparently, the the snarly yow is also in Fallout.
1: Oh yeah, they're all in Fallout. Like anything oh. around here, they're like Fallout developers were like we got it (laughs) we're gonna put it in the game and i'm like stop (laughs) so this is just a spooky black dog yes okay so what this article says which i found on westclerk.com don't know who this person is but had a nice little thing about the snarly (laughs) house i'm taking it Two years ago, a man was walking along the road near the curve and heard a dog run up beside him. He reached down to pat the dog, but nothing was felt or seen, yet he distinctly heard the dog panting. He walked faster and heard the dog also increase its pace. Then the sound of the animal ceased as he rounded the curve. Around the turn of a century, a beast resembling a huge dog with large paws and an ugly red mouth was known to exist on South Mountain, east of Hagerstown, Maryland. Hundreds of people saw the dog, and horses particularly were afraid of the strange animal. The dog suddenly would appear on the National Pike, now Alternate Route 40, blocking Hmm. the road. Without inflicting any damage with its vicious-looking teeth, it would confront travelers, then disappear before astonished men and women. The black dog, or Snarly Yow, as the locals called it, seemed to have been relegated to old accounts and memoirs until the beast was again seen by credible witnesses in the summer of 1975." Oh ooh, ooh, I like that picture. Ooh! It's paw prints of hands.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's got like it's got like different paw prints from what it looks like, as that was spooky.
1: Ooh. Um some time ago, William, a strong and sober man of thirty, was returning home to his family the night he encountered the snarly yow. He had accompanied his errands in Boonesboro and was approaching the south mountain section called Glendale when he saw the animal. Under the bright stars, the ungainly form of the beast could be distinctly traced. It was black, much bigger than any dog he had ever seen. As he came nearer, the animal moved to the center of the National Pike, blocking his way. William first tried to scare the dog, then threw sticks and rocks at it, but instead of striking the creature, the object seemed to go through the animal, having no effect whatsoever. The dog glared at him and threateningly bared his wolfish teeth in a snarl. Without making a sound, the beast turned, then continued across the road into a thicket. Another man, known to the re- area residents as one of the best marksmen in the region, also came upon the Snarly Yowl in the National Pike. Taking aim with his rifle, he fired several w- well directed shots at the animal. Why? But each speeding bullet passed through the shadowy beast, leaving no mark. The huntsman oh, no. fled terrified. Oh my God. A mountain man, mountain nicknamed, man. <laughs> nicknamed Big Joe <laughs> due to his stature, came across <laughs> the black dog on horseback one day while riding on a trail. The dog started running before the horse, and he gave chase. The dog kicked up dirt and gravel, very much as any beast with claws would do in a rapid run, then suddenly vanished. Big Joe. Big Joe. No one knows the origin of the black dog that supposedly lives in the woods of the South Mountain. But even after more than 70 years of existence, it was reported by a carload of people who had visited Washington Monument and were returning to Middletown. Approaching a ridge on the mountain, they saw a black dog suddenly before them. There was no avoiding the animal, and they felt the dull thud of the animal as it was crushed under the wheels of the car. They oh, wow. stopped, but to their surprise, saw 50 feet behind them, the huge black dog with clumsy paws standing on the road, glaring at them. The dog bared its teeth as if in defiance, and without a sound vanished before their eyes.
0: Ugh. Yeah, that's spooky. And, like, the big black dog trope, like, of mythology, there's a lot of those in the in U.K.,
1: yeah, because it's like a usually a harbinger of death or yeah. doom or something, right? Yeah, so that's not uncommon, but it's interesting that this they have their own like version of it. Yeah, the snarly owl. He snarls. Mm. He doesn't want you to drive places, I, just, I guess. My
0: favorite place about like cryptid dogs is that they all base their like cryptidness on the fact that humans are going to try and help a dog. <laughs> <laughs> all of them are just like, I'll help you, buddy. And they're like, no. I was like, oh, well, no, wait, what? Oh, no. <laughs> Yep. This is not a normal dog. But humans are always like, come here, buddy. Let me pet you.
1: That's... Little friend. Not not a good pupper. Yeah, no. No taking him to the dog park. Nobody would pick that dog up without mm-hmm. asking first. Maybe I should yeah. get one of those. I should go find that one.
0: Yeah. Can you just, like, decorate
1: Marnie like this? Something tells me she wouldn't look intimidating either way. No. I got her a little witch hat. I'm trying no. to teach her how to wear because she's named after Marnie from Halloween Town. Yeah, so I'm gonna try to put a little witch hat on her, and I got her a little dog toy that's a little spell book. I'm gonna try no. to take a picture of her with it, but she no. hates everything. She hates everything. So <laughs> she, we're working on it. She's just got such short leggies. She does, and she likes to bite. So no, we're working on it. Oh, no. <sighs> man. But I, I like this one. I like this imagery. I actually, interestingly, the I'm trying to do the Mab's drawing stuff and try, I'm yeah. trying to draw something every day. And it's Hellhound today. And maybe Ooh. I should draw Snarly Yow. Yeah, I, I mean, counts. this is a good picture for inspiration. This is like with the hand. I think his front paws in this picture are hands. Yeah. And then his back paws are paws. Is that like a,
0: how he looks? Like his front paws are hands or something?
1: They described it as have as having clumsy large paws, so maybe oh. that could be interpreted as hands. Yeah, I, I feel like spooky. It's so spooky. So spooky. It's very spooky. I, I I enjoy it. I like, I like wolves and dogs and those. I don't know. Spirits. Yeah, I like maybe it too. he's protecting cool. the mountain. Maybe he's maybe yeah. Telling everybody to get get the hecky out. Maybe he's keeping people safe from like dangerous roads. Or sheep-squatch. Maybe that's right? the noise sheep-squatch heard was the snarly-yow. That would be an interesting dynamic. So the next oh, one yeah. I brought, I did bring... Oh,
0: the, oh. the autumn leaf said that this sounds like an Inugami dog spirit. There's a, In Japan, there's lots of spooky dog spirit things, and that reminds oh. me of that, too.
1: I've I never don't know if heard I can... of it.
0: It's one of those, like, things where there's spooky dog spirits everywhere, like... Um, Oh, yeah, so spooky, you know. Inugami, like the kitsune, is a spiritual possession by the spirit of a dog. Widely known about in Western Japan.
1: Oh. I'll
0: post it. I'll show a little picture. Uh, there's actually an old picture of it, which that's pretty cool. It's very spooky. It's like a dog ghost.
1: It's a dog ghost possession. Oh! Sorry, I'm reading about it. The phenomenon of inugami spiritual possession was a kojutsu that was already banned in the he- Heian period Ooh. that was thought to have spread throughout the population. And it was known to involve cutting off the head of a starving dog Whoa. and burying the dog at a crossroads to inflame Ooh. its grudges as people pass over its head so that its spirit would turn into a curse that could be used. No! There are worse ways to do this. I'm not reading. That are... No. (laughs) It just gets worse. It gets worse. Like the other way, like... Some inappropriate treatment of animals, definitely. No. no. That's horrible. Well,
0: that is spooky. It's definitely spooky. Did you see the picture? Like, it's got... That's the, like... It's like the picture. He's
1: kind of (laughs) cute. He's wearing... He's like a little dog. and He's wearing, like, a... He's wearing a little cloak. No Clothes.
0: Uh, that's a good question, Flumpton Brasbottom, that crossroads are often associated with the supernatural. It's like the idea that the the liminal is always associated, like, beyond the hedge, beyond the place where you live. It's like the idea of something where there's a choice, or it's like, it's out of the ordinary, you know?
1: hmm
0: And I feel like that's my theory, but who knows?
1: Yeah, where you could go one of multiple Ooh, ways. I just heard thunder! What? I heard Thunder! <laughs> Oh, spooky. interestingly, oh, what a what a connection you've made no, because I heard
0: spooky thunder.
1: The other one of the other cryptids I looked into was the thunderbird because I think the uh, thunderbird is cool.
0: The thunderbird is really cool. It's just a big old bird. It's a big it's old just, bird. Just a big old bird. Also, I wonder how, like, it started with Native Americans, like, correct? Like, it was like
1: a first peoples thing, like the thunderbird. From my understanding, I'm actually going to look it up because I only looked up Reddit sightings of it. So let me look right. up actual. Yeah. It's... Well, and
0: I that's what I'm thinking is like, is how much was it appropriated into a cryptid versus like the Ooh, original? That's the original... interesting. You know what I mean? Like if it was originally uh, like deity or a spirit from like mm-hmm. Native Americans or First Peoples, then it turned into a cryptid because it was appropriated by settlers
1: that's interesting i didn't i didn't even think about that because i knew that there was some connection there but that it is true i just googled it and so i i just looked up thunderbird forum posts as you know <laughs> as as one does yeah and i found someone a uh, post on reddit where people were asking for thunderbird sightings so i have oh, some of those cool. i want to hear but... the sightings for sure who's that pokemon so looking up Thunderbird mythology, it's a legendary creature in certain North American indigenous peoples' history and culture. It is considered a supernatural being of power and strength. It is especially important and frequently depicted in the art, songs, and oral histories of many Pacific Northwest Coast cultures, but is also found in various forms among the peoples of the American Southwest, East Coast... It's, it's-
0: <gasps> So you're saying I could see a Thunderbird here?
1: Yeah. Ugh, I want to say East Coast, Great, Lo- Great Lakes, and Great Plains. So that is interesting. I wonder because this article really only talks about the mythological history and does not talk about how it would have turned into a cryptid. And maybe it was just the case of perhaps. Because I've seen that picture. Have you seen that picture right. when you Google Thunderbird where it's a guy yes. next to a giant bird? Yes. And that's. So I, I wonder I, if somebody caught it or like had this picture and then the only thing they could think of or that they knew was the, mytho- the myth of, of the Thunderbird in mythology and they just named it that?
0: Yeah. Well, the guy in front of the giant bird, I don't think that's, that's not real, I don't think. I think it's just no. like a. Yeah. But like another thing I think about the Thunderbird is like a could be, like, California condors are huge.
1: They're, they're so big. Like,
0: they're huge, and I would imagine if if maybe, like, a long time ago, they, something like that or something around here was, like, like, native to the area, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that easily could have been taken as some sort of, like, also, they're very rare and, and elusive, so, like, they could have easily been seen as something supernatural, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you guys realize, but the size of California condors is absurd. Like, don't they have, like, an
1: eight-foot wingspan or something ridiculous? They're huge.
0: Like, I'll show you. I'll find a picture. Like, they are... Oh,
1: sorry. Their wingspan is ten feet. Ten
0: feet! Like, that's... That's, like, just... Oh, gosh. Here's a poor falconer, like, trying to hold one. Oh, no. (laughs) Please don't. Okay, here's a good picture of one... And they tag all of them, and they're they're so oh they're such strange looking animals. We're just gonna go into some nature talk. They're very cool. I really do think that because like some they're so big that something like that could have been easily like oh like this is some kind of cryptid or or spiritual thing. First, here's For their sure. silly face. Look at their silly face. There's <laughs> there's they're like a dinosaur face, and this no. is like this is a person next to one, and you can just see like. How huge it is!
1: Like that's... yeah, and it's like if that's like flying past you swiftly or towards you. I think of bald eagles too. If we're talking about yeah. the East Coast, because it always there. There are sightings on the East Coast too, and I believe they have like a six foot wingspan. Yeah, and that's pretty big. And if it, they tend to swoop at you for yeah. for defensiveness,
0: so they're actually all over the place here. Like, and I never like I looked for bald eagles when I lived in California. Like nowhere, but like here. They're all over the place, so if I feel like, yeah, and they're pretty big. So I don't know. I still think it could have been something like a, like maybe the California condors had a bigger range back then or something. I don't know, or some different bird, or maybe Mm -hmm. it was a cryptid, but it was some kind of like, like just a bird, but just large, huge bird,
1: some kind of raptor or something that doesn't exist anymore. Because there are, because one of the I looked at the at a cryptid article on the Thunderbird and one of the things they reference is the Argentavis, or a giant prehistoric condor.
0: Yes, I just found a picture of that. Not a picture picture, but a, a graphic. So this is an extinct prehistoric condor, which that looks like it totally could have been it. Look how big that is. These that's are like big. That's like as big as they said the Thunderbirds were. So, like, could that have still been around? Or maybe, like, a couple of them, like, cryptid-wise? Like, Nessie or Bigfoot or something, you know? Maybe.
1: Also, could you ride that into battle? Maybe, but it'd be really mad. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be so mad, but, like, do not. Also, the fact that that existed is super rad. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm into that. And, like, specifically, that is also a condor, which is interesting. Yes. The Andean condor is also
0: the largest living condor, bigger than the California condor, which it shows in that little thing. That's just huge, though. And it's in meters, so, like, I don't know, we're Ooh. all going to be confused unless we're European <laughs> or British. But, you know, you you see what I mean.
1: It looks big next to man. That's big next to man, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Thanks for crippling us, uh, American inches system. Anyway. Um, yeah. That's
1: cool. Interesting. It's very well, cool. I will tell you... So some of the sightings that I have pulled up on this Reddit article, because someone asked if they had had any sightings, because, um, how do they preface this? Personally, I haven't had a sighting, but my father had one when he was a child. And this is from user Mushroom Chaff three three eight d He would tell me this story, and it astonished me of how true it felt. I could always tell when he was lying, but when he would tell me that story, he had no tell of lying. I'm not telling the story for two reasons. One, I won't be able to tell it as good as my father. And two, I would like to see if anyone's sightings are similar to my father's without any mirroring. Like, okay, dude, just ask people (laughs) for stories, but whatever. (laughs) So user vin135mm says, about 17 years ago, uh, there was a break in a nasty storm about 9 p.m. in mid-October. My dad and I went out to survey the damage, see if anything had to be taken care of before morning moon was just about full above two thin layers of clouds my dad noticed it first told me to look up saw something dark flying above the first layer of clouds which even if they were low would still have been ridiculously high it passed in front of the moon and the silhouette was that of a bird looked like something like some sort of raptor the tips of its wings extended beyond the width of the moon it must have been massive that's pretty cool it sounds very cool Someone says, I don't know if it was, uh, this is user I am lava. I don't know if it was a thunderbird, but whatever I saw. Was a few years ago. It was about three a.m. on a winter night. I couldn't sleep, so I went out for a cigarette and was casually looking around. And it was dead quiet. Not too surprising, because usually around that time it's always dead quiet because I live in a small northern town. And it was three in the morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still, but as I was, yeah, yeah, like anywhere's gonna be quiet, dude. Yeah. But as I was puffing on my smoke, something caught my eye. The town lights were reflecting on the clouds when I see a huge bird. But this looked like a grayish color. The thing's wingspan must have been more than twice the size of my arm span, with a long body. We have owls here, but they are small and turn white in winter. Whatever it was scared the crap out of me, and I rushed inside, making sure to quietly close my door. Then just stared out the front window for the next hour, staring in the sky. That's messed up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That sounds- that definitely sounds like something, but, like- (sighs) Could have been like a crane or something, you know? Like they're really big. I don't know. Those are
1: also big, like yeah. I knew, like larger
0: than you would think. And if you'd never seen a crane before, like a really like a, a great or a
1: great blue heron, they're huge. They like, are. They're big. And when they're flying, like they they look big from far away too. It's not like yeah. I don't know. That was a dumb statement. I don't know. They look <laughs> really big. <laughs> don't mind me. But yeah, those, there's there's another one that's longer and I don't want to read it because it's very long. But basically yeah. people have seen large birds. Yeah. What's definitely. up with it? Thunderbirds are not. That's really interesting.
0: Well, I like all these big birds and I want them to be friends. Yeah, they would be your friend. Look, I feel little, like. look at his little condor face. So silly.
1: <laughs> so silly. <laughs> little little bald man. I know. Old bald old bald man.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Flumpton is true. Uh, they do kind of look like pterodactyls. Well, I think that's one of the things is, like, some people are saying that the Thunderbird could have been, a, like, a pterodactyl. Like, everyone's always like, could it be a dinosaur? Any of these could be it's, dinosaurs?
1: Um, It could be a dinosaur. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: I, I get the wishful thinking. Like, it'd be sick if they were dinosaurs, but... It would be pretty sick. Yeah. But I don't think they are. Um, well, do you want to hear some of my spookies, spooky cryptid stuff, or do you, do you have any more?
1: Oh, the only other one I wanted to mention, and I will just mention this one to tell everybody to look into it, is the Snallygaster.
0: Snallygaster?
1: Isn't that the cutest name? It really is. Um, If you Google it, it's ridiculous. It looks like a weird little dragon with like a chicken face and wings. But he's from Frederick County, Maryland, and he's like a little dragon. That's half reptile and half bird that lives deep in the caves of the South Mountain it's supposed to swoop silently down from the sky, stealing farm animals and children. And some people say it is real. Whoa. And he comes from. Oh, this, boy, this comes is from. Gross isn't he looking. Fun? He's so fun. <laughs> it's so got tentacles area. coming
0: out of its mouth.
1: Oh, I don't know about that part, but <laughs> he comes pair, from an they area. They all have tentacles coming out of their mouth. This oh, must be a thing. I, the one I'm looking at has his mouth closed. Oh, no, okay. no, no. Those are tentacles. I thought that that was his head. Okay, never mind. He has tentacles coming out. <laughs> and maybe one eyeball. Only one yeah. eyeball? So he originates from an area that was settled by German immigrants beginning in the 1730s. Not trapped. And that's where the the name and the story st- started coming from. So they... The name, I think...
0: Oh, he's. This is even a PNG
1: of the Snallygaster,
0: so they can just sit here and like goopity goober on my head. There. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh,
1: he's amazing. He's amazing. He's got a little barrel. Yes. So the uh, German immigrants in the 1730s there. called it the Schnellergeist, meaning oh. quick spirit in German. Yeah. So the earliest folklore mixes the half bird features with nightmarish features of demons and ghouls. So maybe that's oh, where boy. the tentacles came from. Yeah. So half reptile, half bird, metallic-like beak, lined with razor-sharp teeth. Sometimes described as having octopus-like tentacles. The earliest stories claim that this monster sucked the blood of its victims. Fun. So that's a fun one. I think people could enjoy where, looking where into. Where was it? You
0: say Michigan?
1: Uh, no, Maryland. So Maryland this area. Wow. Yeah, Frederick County, Maryland, in the South Mountain. So Interesting. My area ish snally gaster. so snally look into that see if you can they're find very some cute. fun
0: stories they're very, they're very cute. cute i'm gonna leave him there because he's a good friend <laughs> he could <can> stay <laughs> yeah he could stay he looks like a good friend just hanging out i like that illustration too it's very cool yeah it is but yeah so snally gaster is a good friend i don't know if he would hang out with leggy boy and sheep squatch though he i looks feel like he would be a solo guy oh man he's carrying a keg he looks like he's
1: a partier That's true. And also he steals (laughs) children and eats them. So yeah, that's like, it's just like, you guys want some White Claw? And they're like,
0: we're just, you know, Mm -hmm. we're more into vinyl records. (laughs) (laughs) We're just trying to chill. (laughs) Oh my God. All right. Now our cryptid rating system is it. Will they hang out with Leggy Boy and Cheap Squatch? Best friends. (laughs) Yes.
1: Who are the two best, the two best ones. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So the Stally gas, yeah, I don't know. Isn't that fun? Good boy, Doggo. The last one. What was its name? The
1: oh, the snarling yow.
0: The, the snarling yow. yow. I feel like like they're cool, but like they like maybe just in like in moderation, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. I feel like like they might need to be, have them have them in moderation. Oh, Flumpton asks why isn't Snallygaster in D and D, I'm like, that's true. That is a very D and D. Apparently, creature. it's in Harry Potter.
0: So. Oh. Yeah. Huh. So it got it got put into some pop culture fantasy, I believe.
1: He's, he's um, oh, it's his also
0: life. it's also in Fallout again. I told- it's also in Fallout. <laughs> yeah, it's not in D and D though. It would be great. That's a great D and D monster. I agree, but it isn't fall. The Fallout one looks disgusting, so oh. I don't want to post that one. I'm gonna Google that. <laughs> looks disgusting, but there's some good fan art of it. It's definitely fun. Ew. Well, the- yeah. Doesn't look like how I pictured picture it at all, the Fallout one.
1: Yeah, I hate that. Um, prefer the art there. That is what I choose. So, yeah, I, I like the Snallygaster. I like the ones that I found today. I feel like they're lesser known. Maybe if, if anybody does any fun research on them that they want to share in the Discord, I would love to hear if anybody finds any recent sightings of the Snallygaster. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's super cool. All right. Well, I think
0: I was going to... Uh, the one I was going to tell you guys about on my end was the the dog woman of Watts which what? this is like really scary I'm, and there's oh. like people people commented below saying things like yeah I lived here and like heard of it so apparently in 1961 down I should ask my I should ask my dad because my dad lived like close enough to hear something like that and grew up there i know anyway in 1961 down in the los angeles community of watts a strange creature was reported to the police for over three hours starting around 3 15 p.m a bizarre creature that had the body of a dog and the face of a woman was spotted by multiple concerned citizens the creature ran on all fours was covered with hair but wasn't a dog it was spotted in the area of 103rd and grape Police initially thought the first call was a current call, but as more reports came in over the next couple hours, their opinions changed. And now here's the comment. So this was like, I think the best part is it says there has been a weird creature in Watts by the train tracks. My boyfriend said that the creature chased him and his friends was re- and his friend was recently attacked by something that was not human. He ran home crying. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah, it says I'm trying to do more research, but haven't found anything. This is from 2016, by the way. I uh, haven't found anything yet. My boyfriend
1: said it had a dog face, but it walked on its back legs. Ooh, I don't know which I hate more, the human face on the dog body yeah. or the dog face on the human walking.
0: Um, this person says, wow, when I was 12, my dad told me this story in 1974. Before I was born, my parents and brothers and sisters lived on Croesus Avenue on 100- near 107th. Now my dad was a pretty good storyteller, so I always thought in the back of my mind, okay, dad, you're not getting me on this one. Now I recently researched this thanks to the internet, and look what I found. Wow, I can't wait to share this with my older brothers and sisters. It really makes me think about all the other stories he told me. (laughs) And the last one says, I remember this incident as a child. Living in South Central Los Angeles, it was the talk for several re- weeks. Very scary. The neighborhood kids were always on the lookout for the wolf woman. I was seven years old at the time, but in recent years have talked to several co-workers that remember the incident as well. One woman I worked with even stated that a member of her church was very upset over the matter at the time, being that it occurred in her very own neighborhood. I believe the vicinity of 103rd Street and Grape, one of the most frightening moments from my childhood, though I live several miles from there. When playing high and seek i was very leery of running into her while hiding in one of my favorite spots
1: i hate that i really hate the dog with the human face it's just a lady's face like what like i do think of what we do in the shadows and like the cat with the human face and that's kind of charming but not in real life no no it's messed up
0: god there's there's a lot of oh spooky ones like just like really spooky. This one is called the Dark Watchers. Uh, it says, "From at Avila Beach through San Luis Obispo and all the way to Monterey runs the Sant- Santa Lucia Mountains. Looking at these mountains are the strange and myst- mystifying Dark Watchers." The Dark Watchers, as they have come to be known, are apparently giant human-like phantoms that are only seen at twilight, standing silhouetted against the night sky along the ridges and peaks of the mountain range. When spotted, the beings are usually seen staring off into the open air of the mountains, seemingly at nothing in particular before vanishing into thin air occasionally right before the spectator's eyes. Wait. And it says more recent sightings have included a dark hat and cape in the description of the mountain residing phantoms says in the mid sixties, a Monterey peninsula local who was the past principal of a local high school saw them while hiking in the mountains. He had enough time to study the dark figure to see its closing clothing and notice how the figure was strangely studying the mountains. When the principal called out to his fellow hikers, the figure disappeared. And here's some comments like the comments are the best part of this, by the way.
1: I'm sorry, I I googled it, and some of the images that come up are very
0: creepy. (laughs) Oh, no! Send me one, and I'll post it. I'll post it on the thing. Um, And these are all pretty new comments, too, which I'm kind of, like, thrilled that they're new and not... Because a lot of times when we look up these cryptid things, like, it's, like, 2002, and I'm like, we really... Oh, no, that's so spooky! Ew! 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 It's like, ew! 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 Everyone, ew! Gross! Get it out! Go back to our friends. They These guys can't hang. These guys can't hang at all. Here's one nope. that's less
1: spooky. That sounds more like your description. But the I don't like the first one. No, I like the first one better. The
0: first one's like way spooky. Whoa. Yeah, they can't hang. They can't hang. They need to get out of here. <laughs> so this is right because I was looking at like places where like people either I knew or myself grew up because I wanted like local cryptid things. So this is Thousand Oaks, which was literally like only like... 10 miles from where I live, maybe probably more than that, but it was very close. It says Michael of South Thousand Oaks says in 2019, I've camped a few times in the Santa Lucia range near Cone Peak, right near the coast and the one freeway. Uh, when we were camping up on some of the coastal ridges, there, overlooking the ocean and definitely... We definitely experienced some strange energy. My first time up there, there were three of us, including myself. One person and myself both actually spotted one of the watchers up on a high ridge, partially obscured by low flying clouds. Neither of us were familiar with them at this time and ch- and chalked it up to be a tree. When we slept that night, we felt an indescribable discomfort and decided to keep driving north the next morning. <laughs> I know. Here's another one. Uh This is from Anonymous from Stockton, California. Today, my boyfriend and I, this is from 2018, we were driving from Royal Grande to Stockton. About an hour outside of Royal Grande, we saw a dark human figure in the hills. It was several hundred yards away from the road and seemed to be trudging laboriously uphill in the 95-degree sun, despite rubbernecking multiple times to try and get a better look. We could distinguish no identifying marks, no seams of clothing, no hint of shoes or anything, just solid black walking up the hill under the burning afternoon sun. There was a small station with a tank and satellite on the opposite side of the road. I wonder if we didn't see some strange ritual. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh, my God. This is from Anonymous from Ojai. I was hiking up a remote trail on the 33rd in Ojai... I was about an hour up the mountain, no people, no cars in sight. As I was hiking, I had this eerie feeling I was being watched. I looked up at the top of the mountain. I saw a black figure. I waved jokingly, not really thinking the object was a person. It waved back, thinking I was maybe (laughs) tripping or that it was a tree waving in the wind. I took a puff of my cigarette, (laughs) only to see the figure blow out a plume of smoke as well. I started seeing it flowing, and I say flowing, almost flowing vertically. I ran like hell back to my car, spraining my knee in the process. So apparently there's these spooky dark watchers in the mountains of California. That's cool. I
1: don't, I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, that's cool. I don't know. The, the Snallygaster's charming. Yeah, He's these, charming none, of, I'm, little none of the, none
0: of the ones I found in California were charming. None of them. <laughs> that is horrifying. Yeah, none of them. I mean, there's the typical, like, there's chupacabras and stuff like that. Yeah, those are fun. And there's, like. Yeah, there's, I those were the the scariest. The Dark Watchers one, oh boy, that's I not okay. I hate that.
1: That is, that is like uh, the, men in black. Here come the Men in Black, but actually horrifying. Yeah. instead of just like and, like, and the, the, the multiple like
0: su- like sightings of it, like that's not okay. Ugh. Nope. Nope. I, nope. Nope.
1: I'm, I'm very uncomfortable about the the thought of them being giant shadowy ghost figures like they're also giant and they're just staring out into the distance what's up with that what is that
0: and that that one copied the person like they took a puff of their cigarette and it copied them which is also super super scary
1: i can't deal with that like the i don't know i i think about that sometimes when you get the when you get that sweet sweet late night anxiety
0: and you yes. think, like,
1: wouldn't it be scary if I walked into the hallway and there was, like, a figure there and it just kind of, like, matched your movements and also had a very scary face? Yeah. That's the stuff I think about when I get up to pee at 2 in the morning. Yeah. So, yeah. so the last California one I'm going to talk about
0: is, a. Uh, there was one called... Tahoe Tessie. So apparently Lake, Lake Tahoe in California has its own Nessie called Tahoe Tessie. And much like the Loch Ness Lake, Tahoe has its own water monster and it's called Tahoe Tessie. That's cute. Half a dozen sightings occur every year, which is a lot, honestly. So this has led to a museum and even a phone hotline to be established in the area. Uh, local legends from the Native Americans have long spoke of monsters in the lake, and some other theories point to a giant sturgeon, perhaps inhabiting the dark areas of the water.
1: I've heard that usually about, like, sea creatures, or, like, creatures, they're like, it could be a sturgeon, which, fair. yeah.
0: Yeah, which is really interesting. Apparently, Jacques Cousteau went to go, like, look for it in the 70s. What? And says Cousteau apparently encountered something so horrible that he claimed the world was not ready for what was at the bottom of the lake. No, he did not. <laughs> says he subsequently refused to release any of his underwater footage or any of his data. There has been no credible source or evidence to lend credence to this fact, and the bit of the urban legend could originate entirely from the internet.
1: So it might not be true, but... <laughs> that's that's like the time that Jack told me that that guy found the door at the bottom of the ocean and i believed him that was also not real (laughs) (laughs) this is pretty awful too lake tahoe seems to have its share of
0: ghosts as well periodically there are even reports of a young woman dressed in fine clothing from the late 1800s floating just below the surface of the water
1: lady of the lake
0: yeah um and then here's the sightings are actually really fun Um, The first one, this is from 2019. I saw Tahoe Tessie about 10 years ago. I was at Burnt Cedar Beach in Incline Village. It looked just like the creature in the movie, The Loch Ness Monster. This person said, from 2019, I saw Tahoe Tessie when I visited the lake as a young man in 1990. I was aimlessly bobbing around in the lake when Tessie reared herself about two feet from my kayak. She stared me in the eyes in a way that I'd never witnessed before and will never witness again. (laughs) What'd she look like? I don't know. This guy guy sounds like he might have been attracted to Tahoe, Tessie. I
1: know. That sounds really (laughs)
0: intimate. Well. Oh, this person thinks that it's an alligator. Katie of Tahoe, California, said, I think Tessie is a large alligator gar. A gator gar is a large predatory fish that lives in the U.S. It can get up to 30 feet long, and it looks like a gator mixed with a fish. I've never seen Tessie, but the gator gar is large, looks like a serpent, and fits the descriptions of the monster.
1: Yeah, if you Google that, it's pretty gross. That's pretty gross. <laughs> it's pretty gross looking. I, I vote sturgeon, though, because those yeah. can also live a very, very long time. They can. And that matches, like, people seeing them. So if it's just a single sturgeon that people see year after year after year. Interesting. So,
0: yeah, there's a couple. There's just a couple of fun, fun things. Fun little cryptids that weren't so fun. Those other ones were terrifying. And then um, because I was talking to Jared, I was asking, like, did you hear of any cryptids in Wisconsin being like a very vanilla, like Midwest state? I was like, there can't be anything spooky here. Turns out mostly, yes, there's not really anything spooky there. But Thunderbirds are there, apparently. Okay. There was this. I love this guy. So there was the Devil's Lake monster that, that let's, let's see, you don't earn the name Devil's Lake for no reason. Originally, the lake was refer- referred to, I'm not going to say it because I mess it up, but it was referred to by the Native Americans as Bad Spirit Lake. Um, Native Americans would send out scouts and warriors onto the lake for hunting trips only to hear screams with, uh, with other tribesmen telling how they saw the hunters dragged underneath into the brackish waters by octopus-like tentacles. Other sightings by the Nakota re- reported huge Loch Ness-like fish monsters in the lake as well. That's spooky. That's pretty spooky. That's
1: spooky. I don't like tentacles.
0: There's a statue of it, which I'm going to show you, which is just oh. like really silly. This is of a different one though. This is Oh sorry, this isn't that one. This is the Hodag. The Hodag. So perhaps one of the most unique and famous oh. beasts. I know on the list is the Rhinelander Hodag. This creature is so famous among northern Wisconsinites that it even has its own monument and country music festival. It was first spotted in 19 in 1893. To have had the head of a frog, the grinning face of a giant elephant, thick short legs set off by huge claws, and the back of a dinosaur, and a long tail with spears at the end. Sadly, the creature was soon to be revealed as a hoax by the man who claimed to discover it, but the legend of the Hodag still carries on to this day.
1: Why does it look
0: like the dog creatures in Ghostbusters? I don't know! Why does
1: it look like that?
0: <laughs> or like a mixture of, like, uh, the dragon from Neverending Story.
1: Yeah, and also what is what is what is the smiling face of an elephant? Because I'm pretty sure they don't do that, right? (laughs) Yeah, tiny little mouths.
0: Yeah, I don't know. There was a bonus on this article, which I really thought was great. Is that the apparently the entire city of Whitewater in Wisconsin is considered one whole hotspot for the paranormal and unusual. While not exactly dealing with cryptids, the second Salem town of Whitewater is known for its stories of witches and spirits. It all began with Morris Pratt in 1889, where he built the Pratt Institute, which dealt with topics of spiritual studies long before the existence of the university there. There exist many local stories of the Witch's Triangle, the Witch's Tower, a barricaded water tower, and a mysterious locked book that is said to be in the special collections section of the Anderson Library, which, according to hearsay, leads to the deaths of those who read it. (laughs) Ooh. I was like, that's fun. It's a death note. Like, that's so not vanilla for the middle of, like, middle of, you know, middle of Midwest states. I thought, I didn't expect spooky stuff to be that spooky, but, you know.
1: I feel like, because I've been to Wisconsin once, I went there for a convention, I went to Madison, and when I got there, it surprisingly had an extremely rural vibe, I don't know why I was surprised by that, yeah. but knowing that, I was like, there's definitely gotta be some stories. People get bored, people make yeah. stuff up, it's, Yeah, it's out of control. Well, and a
0: lot of settlers from Europe and or, like, the, the Native Americans that are there all have their own stories of it, you know? Yeah. So, anyway, mm-hmm. those those were some of the silly things I found. I feel like, again, the California ones were just terrifying. So I was like, okay. <laughs> had enough of that today. <laughs> um, yeah, had enough of that. Also, just for funsies, I saw bees of war in chat ask if there was any Illinois cryptids. It turns out there are. Oh. Um, and they're, like, kind of messed up. <laughs> so there's really? a... Really? Yeah. <laughs> What's up with Illinois? I don't know. So this one... There's a there was a like a sighting of giant birds. It said um, the Piazza, a Native American myth, was ha- haunted has haunted the area ever since. Uh, Linda Godfrey, michigan made author of several books of American monster lore, said there's a group of nicknames for these large birds: Big Claw, but my favorite variation is Bat Squatch. So these they bat-squatch. are sightings of Bat Squatches in Illinois. Um, there's also a Lake Michigan Sea Serpent. And this thing, which is called the Enfield Horror, Does he play baseball? which in, in the 1940s a leap in, the Enfield. Inf- no, it says Enfield. Uh-oh. In the 1940s, a leaping Sim- simian-esque oddity was spotted in the small town of Mount Vernon. In the 1970s, a similar beast, now with three legs and eyes as bright as flashlights, was seen several times in nearby Enfield by a young boy and his neighbor. Some say it was an escaped chemistry experience, and some say it was an alien two wildly different things yeah and then there's the abominable swamp slob uh the giant black panthers (sighs) is that shrek yeah right the (laughs) coal hollow the coal hollow road monster which looks like uh like almost like um almost like sheep squatch a little bit but more ape like i hate monkeys there's yeah me me too they're too much like people the wolfman of chestnut mountain anyway Mm. this is for you bees of war chat because I was like there's got to be something there's something I mean there's I feel like there's something everywhere for cryptid stuff
1: for sure
0: I'll link here's the article it was fun it's from the Chicago Chicago Tribune Hmm. interesting yeah that was lots of fun lots of fun spooky cryptids I what is your favorite out of all the ones we talked about which one do you like
1: I really, okay, I want, in my heart of hearts, I want to say Sheep Squatch, but <laughs> I really, I really like the Snallygaster. Yeah, Snallygaster's really cute. I want to stat that out as a DD monster now. He's just perfect. I know.
0: He's very perfect. You'd, you'd draw him really cute, too. Like,
1: O-lay.
0: I like the Dark Watchers. That's messed no. up. <laughs> no. It's so scary. And Can there's so you many imagine? people who've seen them. Like, if you're hiking in the wilderness and camping, there's just a, a like, shadow
1: person on the hill. Can you imagine walking outside, and it's like sunset, and you see these giant silhouettes of people? Ooh, it's so I spooky. I feel like the world is ending. <laughs> and we're done. Yeah. Nick- really- Nicolas Cage is going to get raptured. Yeah. Like,
0: this is it. Yep. By the way, there's, just so everyone, all the Spooky Scouts know, that we need to have like a night on the Discord to watch this or something. But there's a new Nicolas Cage movie coming out. What is I it? I think it's called <laughs> Jiu-Jitsu or something. Hold on. I gotta sorry, see. sorry, What? Hold on. Hold on. Don't, hold on. Don't, don't spoil it, everyone. I have to get, I have to ask Kayla the main question. Okay.
1: Don't what look I at think the chat. It's about? Okay, don't, I'm not looking. Don't, yeah,
0: what you think it's about? Hold Is on. Is it called jujitsu? <laughs> it's called, it's like, hold on. I'll find it. Yes, it's called jujitsu. That's what it's called. That's what it's called. I'm going to show and you I'm the just, picture.
1: Okay, show me the picture. Mm-hmm. I did very much enjoy Color Out of Space, as far as recent Nicolas Cage movies go. He did great in that one. I haven't seen that one. It's really good. It's a lot of things that creep me out in one movie, and the soundtrack is amazing. And he played a crazy person, which is what he is, so he did a great job. That's fun. Yeah, there's, like, some choice lines in that movie, so. Nate, are you listening to me? You know, I did everything I was supposed to do. I followed every fucking rule in the book. In the end, they still fucking taste like chicks. You know what?
0: Fuck that. I'm pretty sure this is the poster for it. Oh, boy. <laughs> I just... <laughs> okay, you're welcome to guess and chat what this is about. But if you know, please don't spoil it. All right, it. I'm ready. Well, anyway, I'll describe the poster. It's just a bunch okay. of people. It looks like they have martial arts weapons and Nicolas Cage in the back with a katana, like, going like this. What do you think that's
1: about? Um, like, Nicolas Cage nicholas cage uh learning how to be beca- uses this just seems very bad <laughs> does nicholas cage k- murder people who know jujitsu
0: no it's it's about aliens they fight aliens it's about nicholas cage using jujitsu to fight aliens <laughs> Is jujitsu have does does that involve katanas? Yeah, I don't know, but it's it's him using super, like super like jujitsu to fight aliens. What do so, the aliens look like? I don't know. It doesn't show. It doesn't show. Oh,
1: hmm.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. You don't. You don't. Know, of course, Nicolas Cage is in five movies during twenty twenty because he knew we needed it.
1: <laughs> we needed it. I'm telling you, you need to watch Color Out of Space. I think it's streaming somewhere. Maybe is, are there maybe aliens Amazon? in it? Well, don't support Amazon, but, you know, like, it's streaming somewhere, but if you haven't seen the trailer, watch it, because it has this, like, choice line where it says it's just a color, but it burns, <laughs> and I, I'm never going to forget that, because it's the creepiest thing I've What's ever What's it about? Heard. It's, it's, um, it's based on the Lovecraft story, oh. so it's a Lovecraftian thing. That's um, fun, but Nicholas Cage but they, is in it? Yes, that's and great. Nicolas Cage is in it, and it's just about this comet hitting the earth in this these people's yard, Ooh. and something comes out of it Ew. and starts, like, distorting everything around them and driving them insane. That's fun. And it's pretty wild. The soundtrack's very good. It's very Stranger Things. Oh, that's cool. It's, like, that kind of... That, that sounds cool. better than most Nicolas Cage movies. Oh, yeah, he does a good job because they they're just, like, they're basically like, hey, Nick... Can you just be yourself. <laughs> just yeah, just be bonkers. And he was like, "Okay, I will." And he just go. He just acts like a crazy. <laughs> and he's person like the whole time, take their face off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's oh, just boy. him. Like they were like, just do that crazy thing that you do. And he's like, "Got it. Yeah. I'm on it." On They're like, it. "Go buck wild, buddy." Yeah, and he he do he do. It's great. But it's got a lot of practical effects in it, too, which I appreciated. And I think you'd appreciate, like, the they make the creatures and cover them in slime. That's fun. Like, I I want more of that these days instead of CGing everything. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: That sounds very cool. I'll watch it. That sounds great. Anyway, there you go. There you go, everyone. (laughs) That's our cryptid, our down-home cryptid episode and also movie recommendation. (laughs) Also... Why don't, take take your time to Google your cryptids where you live. Send us stories if you've seen a local cryptid or if
1: you know of one in your area. Tell us. I have a couple in the email I can read you real quick because people sent some in. Oh, well, it's it's story time anyway, so. Mm-hmm. These are just a couple descriptions of local cryptids, so we could do those and then dive into some stories. Yeah. But I love this one. This comes from Duncan, who says, in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, there's a cryptid called the Al- Albat Witch. Albat what? Witch. It was a small, hairy humanoid known for stealing apples and occasionally throwing them at people. Oh, isn't that precious? That's adorable. I am obsessed with this one. Owl bat witch. Yeah, it's it's Alba, like owl mm-hmm. in Spanish, Alba. Mm-hmm. And then there's a T there, and then witch. Oh, interesting. There's um, a festival. That's fun. No, does there? Do you throw apples? It was an owl bat
0: witch, day. Adorable. Oh, it's yeah. Uh, uh, it's, it's
1: not cute when you Google the images. I imagine something cuter. I mean, it's, it's just a, looks it's like Bigfoot. Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's just Bigfoot throwing apples. He's throwing apples though. Um, at hippy lich says in Michigan we have the Michigan Dog Man, Pressy, the Lake Superior serpent, the Melon Heads of Allegan County, the Lake Dewey Monster. Michigan Dogman, why are all these dog people? Yeah, it's weird. Oh, and then someone brought up Bat Squatch, So Bat Squatch is just all over the place. So yes, those are a couple more cryptids that everyone sent in. I am obsessed. I would like to make up a design for the All Bat Witch that is like a little witch. Oh, yeah. Like a little like hobgoblin witch <laughs>
0: yeah, that'd be that so cute. like
1: climbs trees and throws apples. That's how I would like to picture this.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that'd be really cute.
1: It's time for fact or fiction. We will be reading chilling tales submitted from the community and guessing, are these fact, fiction, or somewhere in between? Use your best Spooky Scout skills to determine the truth. Do you have a scary story to tell? You can
0: submit them to us at SpookySaturdayStories at gmail.com to have them read on the show. Just make sure to include if they are fact or fiction, and your name!
1: This one comes from Justin. Not many people I know of wanted to work the night shifts at work, especially in retail, but I always thought it would be a nice change of pace from the daily routine of working during the day. Not so much. It was a 10pm to 6am shift with me and a few others. I don't remember how many exactly and we were just putting up sales signs throughout the store. As I was working in the grocery section, I would see something in the corner of my eye that stood at the end of the aisle I was on, though I would quickly look to catch whatever was watching me, but there was nothing there. Mm. This happened all throughout the night. Halfway through my shift, I took a break and asked the others if they had seen something weird in the building. They just gave me a funny look and said it was prob- I was probably just tired, but this kept happening all throughout the night. But it didn't truly get to me until I walked in one of the dark back rooms. I don't know if it was because I was tired or just scared, but I know I saw a shadowy figure standing across the room from me, in front of one of the workstations I got my sale signs from. I just stepped out of the back room and helped another associate with their signs the rest of the night. But 6am arrived and management came to ask for our progress. Once we, to- we were told to head home, I quickly got my things and headed to, to my car. I looked back at the front entrance from a safe distance. I swear I saw the figure waving back at me. Yeah. I heard an unsettling whisper in my ear. See you again soon. Oh, no. <laughs> That's so spooky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like hearing voices. I don't like that. Yeah, I'm like, don't talk to me. No. Just waving at me is fine, but don't speak to me. And that applies to people, too.
0: What do you think? What does Holly think? I don't know. I'm I'm just feeling fiction today. Maybe I'm just mm. I'm just I'm feeling tricked. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just feeling well, tricked. well.
1: Everyone, film, you don't want to get got. I don't want to get well, got. Holly, you are half right. No, it no is faction, faction, faction. So Justin clarifies, I did work overnight shifts, but didn't deal with any shadowy spooks. <laughs> so that's well, that's a bummer. <laughs> I think I would actually call that 100% fiction, so maybe you're right. Yeah,
0: Yeah, just because you worked there, you still could have seen something (laughs) spooky.
1: Yeah. Amazing. This one comes from John. I didn't know what caused
0: this first experience, but it triggered what would become a reoccurring event. From that point forward, at random times in my sleep, I would feel a falling sensation and tingling throughout my body, which would pull me out of my dream into my bedroom, paralyzed in place. Most often, I was face down on my pillow, like the first time, and I I would have had to force myself to wiggle my face free. I thought that I must have been sleeping wrong, or somehow I adopted the tendency of rolling on my belly and somehow suffocating myself in my sleep. I would try different remedies, such as positioning myself between two pillows or completely eliminating pillows. Again, it would occur. I looked into this occurrence online and came upon the term sleep paralysis. Naturally, from this term, I also happened across stories where people attributed sleep paralysis to demonic attacks. The more plausible reason that I settled upon was that the initial event frightened me so much that my own anxiety was causing me to have these sleep paralysis nightmares. Nightmares they were, as I truly became consciously scared in my own dreams, fearing the moment I'd drop out with that well known sensation and find myself too frightened to move. My fear seemed to amplify the events. I would experience the sleep paralysis and wiggle myself out of it, only to find myself waking up in my room paralyzed again. Not only once, but multiple times per night I began to face the struggle. The most bizarre occurrence was when I fought myself out of paralysis, got up, and began getting ready for the day, and suddenly found myself fighting sleep paralysis in my bed again. To give an estimation of the time frame, this occurred for approximately a month. Just as suddenly as the sleep paralysis began, it ended abruptly one night. I found myself waking up from sleep in my bedroom, lying on my side facing my open bedroom door. There was initial darkness in my my vision, however as my vision adjusted I discovered it was being impeded by a shadowy figure standing directly in front of me. The tingly falling sensation began and I found myself unable to move once more. Frozen in place I got a better look at the form in front of me. It looked slender like a woman and had long hair down to its waist and it just stood there. I attempted to get up from my bed and succeeded. I felt the sensation of sleep paralysis still yet I was able to move. I could not perform complex movement and all I could do was walk forward. Since I could do nothing else in an odd choice of action I walked through the figure towards my door. As I passed through it, my vision distorted and I felt the tingling sensation amplify, but I continued moving slowly until I was through. I reached my door and woke up. I will say that I had never experienced sleep paralysis since that final night, and it has been about 14 years since. I quickly realized I was no longer having these occurrences after walking through the shadowy figure. For the first few days, I felt a tingling sensation at my, back of my at the back of my skull when I thought of that final dream. It was the first time it had made me consider the stories I had read about sleep paralysis demons. I initially viewed the figure as the cause of my sleep paralysis and passing through it as my way of overcoming its haunt. Despite that, I can't help but wonder if the reason that the paralysis stopped was because passing through it, I had actually embraced the figure that haunted me. Oh no! So spooky! <laughs> ah! <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was really spooky. I like that one. It's so spooky. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, I think this one's fact. You know, I don't like that idea that like they just that these things control your sleep. I hate it.
1: Yeah. Just let me sleep. Yeah. Sleep. Sleep is very important. Well, guess what? This one is one hundred percent real no <laughs> that's so spooky <laughs> it's very scary it's really scary john are you okay yeah john
0: john are you okay there are demons in your house where are the demons please please report in <laughs> yep yeah, scout report in <laughs> are you all right Ugh.
1: no thank you right? Mm-mm. no no thank you I have one that I can read that comes with a a drawing, which is our favorite, I know. I love that. I think about that one all the time. Ugh, the clickety-clackety wooden guy. Yeah, Mm. the wooden mask thing. Ooh, too spooky. Too spooky for me. Discord does not want to upload it. Here we go. Oh, no! I don't (laughs) No, I don't like this. It looks like a flaming skull. Yeah, let me know when you're ready and I can read this this one comes from poppy
0: from poppy this is from spooky scout poppy and this lovely drawing of this spooky head all right all right okay everyone see the head
1: uh poppy says i've had a few strange things happen around or to me throughout my life but this one has stuck with me for years my grandparents lived in a big old house called harbit lodge in cumbria england It was a Georgian-era manor with many bedrooms and a converted attic space that we stayed in when we visited. It had our bedroom, my sister and I, a bathroom and my grandpa's art studio on that floor. It was a bit creepy up there, but it was nice having that floor mainly to ourselves. One day when we were visiting, I was playing on the computer as I usually would. I must have been about 13 or 14, I think. The computer faced outwards towards the hallway and the stairs, so it was easy to see people coming up onto the landing. I was focused on my game when i thought i saw someone coming up the stairs so i looked over there was a face floating in the air but doing the motion of walking up the stairs as if there was a body attached but there wasn't just the head it it climbed or floated up the stairs slowly it was a man's face about 40 to 50 ish maybe and i couldn't make out a skin tone he almost looked monochrome if he was a full body he would have been about six feet tall he had this strange bright orange aura around him. It flickered and moved like fire. As he reached the landing, his gaze turned toward me and he pulled the most horrible, angry face I've ever seen in my entire life to this day directly at me. Huh. It was a face of absolute rage and hatred. Then he continued along the landing and into the bedroom, left from my view. I was absolutely frozen in fear staring at the stairwell. What is strange about this is that actually Harbet Lodge burned down whilst my grandparents were in the process of buying it years ago when I was a baby. They had to rebuild it from the ground up. My mom remembers having to balance across boards because the floor was missing. The fire was caused on purpose by the previous owner's son, I believe. I had little idea about the fire or history of the place till I was older. It makes me wonder if the face I saw, glaring in anger at me, was something to do with who started the fire years ago perhaps angry that it was still standing. Ugh! And also Poppy adds at the end, this is part one no. of Herbert Lodge's ghost stories. I will submit part two, maybe in the future, for a creepier story. Ugh. Poppy! No.
0: No. Mm, that was spooky. So that's the picture of the face.
1: Yes. That so Poppy the, sent the, us. The face looks as described, a an ang- very angry face with an orange, fiery aura. Ugh. It's like Dormammu. Oh my gosh, it's Dormammu. <laughs> yeah, what do you think? What do you feel in your bones? I, don't know, I feel like it's faction. You know? Hmm. Maybe?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure.
1: Hmm. hmm. You're not sure? I'm
0: not sure. I think it's faction. Take a stab.
1: You think it's faction? I'll just you know I'll well. just say
0: fiction. I'll just say it's fiction. Okay.
1: Well... Actually, this one is fact. No, fact. No, I no,
0: I don't want that.
1: it happened.
0: <laughs> I don't it want is it.
1: Indeed, fact. No. Poppy has let us know this horrifying true story. That's <gasps> horrible, Poppy. No, Poppy. No, please, Poppy. Report in with part yeah. Report, two, report in to make know.
0: sure you're alive. All scouts have to report in after <laughs> after seeing spooky things that are fact. Yes. Fiction scouts After... may go to the cafeteria and have a snack.
1: Yeah, have a snack, hang out. <laughs> oh, that's really scary. Yeah. Well, <gasps> I hate that. Thank you, Poppy. Thanks, Poppy. Hate Goodbye, it. Goodbye, spooky face. Anxious to hear what could possibly be worse. Yeah. Ugh. I need some pretzels. <laughs> Turtle queen. <laughs> yeah, some pretzels. If you're, if you're a fiction scout, go eat some pretzies. Yeah. Have some sun chips. Some has, sun chippies. Have some trebies. Some
0: do- Doritos, yeah. Some Chippies, Chippies at
1: the at the campfire. Mm-hmm. Fact Scouts, though, you need to check give a, a psychological and must be a, profile must be must be GK. must be
0: scanned scanned with a uh, ghost and like uh, demon detecting devices and alien detecting devices before going into snack lounge.
1: Yes, <laughs> to make sure you're not possessed and or haunted. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a good one. Yeah, that was great.
0: Very good. Um, shall we do one more? Oh uh, we shall. Let's Let me do see one to
1: find you. One more. So this one comes from Alpha Doom.
0: This story is from about nine years ago. I was in high school and I was over at a friend's house playing video games until about 3am. I got to the point where I didn't want to sleep over because my friend's dog loved to wake me up early. And when I do, my friend had something to do the next day, so I have to drive on the freeway to get back to my house. And while it's normally not very busy that time of night, it was completely empty. Uh, It also also was not a very well-lit section of the freeway, so it was basically black outside of the headlights. I got a sense to slow down and eventually saw a massive paws at the edge of the headlights walking across the freeway. Then I saw reflective eyes of an animal turn and look down at me. I was in a lowish car, or so my eye level was probably around 5 feet. However, the position of the eye suggested that it, that it would have been 6 feet tall, whatever it was in front of me. So I sat in the car with my foot on the brake, staring into these greenish reflective eyes, four massive black h- black paws standing at the edge of the headlights. I sat there and felt this incredible fear, as if I was hoping it didn't think I was prey, even though I was in a car. I felt like it wouldn't protect me against this wolf looking down at me. I sat there for a solid three minutes. After that, the paws started moving again, continuing across the freeway, until it hopped the guardrail into the canyon. I sat there for a few more seconds, realizing I was holding my breath and was barely blinking before I drove home the rest of the way, feeling a strange sense of calm. I texted my friend about it the next day, and he wondered if it was a coyote, which are common around where we live. (laughs) But I assured him it was far too large to be a coyote. So we jokingly said it might have been a werewolf or a direwolf. And while I don't know if it's either of those, I know it was huge, menacing, and decided I was worthy of living another day. No.
1: Maybe it was a, sn- a Snarly Yow. A Snarly owl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> snarly Yow sighting! That's spooky. That's one of the, that's like one of those like scary black dog things we were talking about. I oh, don't know. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this one's fact.
1: Hmm. Interesting choice. Nah. Well, you got it. Uh, this one's real. That's messed up, man.
0: Like I, don't, up. like, I would hate the can you even imagine that'd be horrible? No, I can't. I, I, <sighs> no, because mm, that big,
1: I don't know. I don't know what I would have done.
0: I, I don't know. Like, you don't want to hit it with your car because that's like you break your car and it's scary and you don't want to hurt it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess I would just sit there too and just be like, Welp. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess he's got to get bored at some point. <laughs> yeah, well, that was that was great. Who is that from? Did it say?
1: That was from Alpha Doom. Oh, yeah. That was from Alpha Doom. Thank you, Alpha Doom. That was great. Thank you all for your stories. You can support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash Spooky Saturday.
0: Yeah. The highest tier gets you a secret Spooky Scout patch only available to special members of the Patreon.
1: Scoutmasters in training. Yeah. Also, you may have heard our song, which I think was our other announcement. Yes. Um, that was At it. the beginning. Yes. That was I it. I forgot what it was. That was it. <laughs> that was it. Um, that's by Jack's friend, whose information I will <laughs> dig up. But thank he you. Did not give it to me. Thank you, Jack's friend. Jack's friend, whose name does not show up on email. I think it's Matt. I will get his information. Yeah. In but it was a interested. great song. It, it's a very great song. It's very, like you said, very stranger yeah, things. Yeah, like
0: spooky stranger things. I like it a lot.
1: We can upload, how about we upload that onto Patreon? Yeah, patrons. we should.
0: Yeah, so there's we'll we have a do that we have a 10-minute version we can upload even. If you want to listen to yeah. it
1: for on um, loop. And if I can find his information, if he has a website, which I don't know that he does, I will put it on the Discord. Yeah. That sounds good. Yes. Great. We'll put that on Patreon for patrons yes. so you can listen to it. Yeah, we might even eventually
0: have like fun secret things on Patreon that we've like done a bunch of things that we've had ideas for but haven't finished them but we'll post them there. <laughs> we are going to though. <laughs> yes, it will be fun. So look for surprises. It's 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 that time of year where things get spooky, but for us that's mm-hmm. all year. But yeah, thank you for watching everyone. I really appreciate you coming in and chatting. Looking forward to our new monthly patreon episode because that one's gonna be super fun i'm really excited for stream i really want to
1: play that phasma phantasma
0: phantasma
1: whatever (laughs) it sounds scary i want to play it so scary um
0: but yeah thank you all for hanging out and um we will see you next saturday for some more spooky saturday uh thanks for watching and we'll see you next time stay safe scouts goodbye
1: Thanks for joining us for Spooky Saturday. I'm Kayla Klein and you can find me at KaylaKlein.com or on social media as at K-A-Y-N-C-L-I. And I'm Holly Conrad and you can find me
0: on social media as at Holly Conrad or at Commander Holly. And you can find us both at WeCrowingHens.com.
1: We hope you enjoyed learning and speculating with us tonight. If you want to find out more about Spooky Saturday and becoming a Spooky Scout, you can find links to our social media, Discord, and more at SpookySaturday.com.
0: If you want to toss a coin our way, you can offer the podcast some sustainable support by subscribing
1: to Patreon.com slash Spooky Saturday. Spooky Saturday airs live Saturday on Twitch.tv slash WeCrowingHens at 3 p.m. Pacific.